0: Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence, which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. State-of-the-art Japanese animation.
1: and welcome back to the otaku host club podcast i am amelia and i am always joined here with jeff and dan
0: and sometimes joined with christella
1: and christella's on today hi we have a super exciting episode that i'm really excited about because (laughs) i know everything and everybody else knows nothing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm also really excited today because as as was discussed in the discord i finally got a new phone 大丈夫ですか? Yay. You'll never believe what I've discovered with this new phone.
2: What is it? Bitmojis is it everywhere.
0: <laughs> I've discovered Bitmoji. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent spent two hours this morning spamming everyone I knew with endless bitmojis of myself in a dog suit. <laughs> I got such great compliments as welcome to nineteen ninety or welcome to two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. I'd like look, a pat, pat on the so back old, for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, that's good. That's on point.
1: I think my mom still uses Bitmoji. That's bad. Yeah, I've,
0: I've only, Jeff and Kara are the only people I know that use Bitmoji. But I'm, I'm hoping I can get some more converts to giving away their privacy. It's like, yeah, a random app. You can totally have my picture and a key log of everything I text and access to all my contacts. Because I definitely need a picture of me in a dog suit. And Kara, you know, frolicking through the, uh, through the hills, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah I really love the, uh, emoji that you guys sent, uh, you and Jeff having a pillow fight.
1: Yeah. yeah. That one was amazing.
3: It's pretty good. You gotta do, like, real-life copies of these scenes, you know, the emojis, <laughs> reinterpret them. Oh, yeah, you should do
2: side-by-side. Side.
3: Yeah. It's like the uh, old and new pictures, like the of like the mom and dad as kids, and then they do it as adults in the exact same. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, I yeah, I love those. <coughs> it's
0: also very life, art imitating life, life imitating art. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you oh, want to push art philosophy on on emojis. <laughs> or <Yeah>. bit <laughs> <bit-mojis>.
0: <laughs> Well, you know, I've, I was, I was, I, was uh, I mean, I was cackling at the. Uh, at the phone store because I could have all my apps simultaneously on my phone. It's like you're telling me I can have Tinder and Crunchyroll at the same time, and they're both gonna work. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, you're
1: like this is, this is, this is so crazy. As long yes. as the I'm Crunchyroll app actually works,
0: <laughs> it does. I watched an episode of Anime on it last night before I went to bed. Just, just cause you know,
2: nice.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, and I uh, yesterday I, I went to go see that band electric chair They were playing this Thrasher skateboards weekend after party thing and I there was somebody uh, skating down the sidewalk in front of the venue and riding up a, uh, a one of them big construction signs one of them big diamond construction signs they had laid it out so it was at an incline uh, and it was jumping over a couple of them big orange, uh, blockades you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was cool and I, I took out my phone and filmed this guy doing this so I could text it to Amanda too and I was like dude I've become one of these people that records things on their phone
1: oh my god I'm, you have I'm enough space
0: of, I'm, I know I'm not, a not only did I not have to delete anything to do that <laughs> and b it actually worked and <laughs> uh, but now, like, there's nothing stopping me from from being one of these people that just records stuff and takes pictures all the time. And
1: oh my god, like,
0: I, it, is that gonna is that gonna suck me out of the moment? And I, Who are I you be, Dan? I, yeah, I know. Am I gonna be no longer like living in the present, but I'll be living from behind the screen? This is uh, this is something I have to grapple with.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, you, you can officially embrace your foodie in, inside of you.
1: Yeah, okay. I have um, some really uh, f- helpful tips if you want to take really good food photos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's cool. I'm going to have to. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll touch base on this the next time I do a, mm-hmm. a real food road trip. Eric and I are planning on going to Chicago, but I don't know when we're actually going to do that. But I think mm. that's going to be next for us as a weekend
3: in Chicago.
1: Nice.
3: Yeah. Um in our Discord C T H L S he uh called you out on your phone. <laughs> <With> your phone. <laughs> he listened to our Susan May episode and was like, Yeah, uh I don't know, that was the most important thing, you know in the in the immediate was that you had an old phone. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was you know, I asked the Verizon store
0: employee who was a uh like early to mid twenties Romanian guy, I was like, "Oh, is there? Like, what's the oldest phone that's come in? Has somebody come in with an older one than mine?" And he said that somebody came in with an iPhone five within no. the last year. No,
1: um, I don't believe that. That's
0: Were what they he said. 80? I was, Were they I was, 80? yeah, I was like, "Damn, dude, that that kind of hurts." I, I thought I was going to be on top, but there's always somebody better than you. Fuck, <laughs> dude,
2: iPhone
1: five—that's a major jump.
0: Yeah. 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 And he said somebody iPhone, brought in. an
1: I had an iPhone 4 in 2009.
0: Well, he, he said somebody brought in an iPhone 4, but it wasn't functional and they didn't use it. It was just to show it off and like
1: oh, be like, oh, cool. look at my
0: old-ass iPhone 4. <laughs> I,
1: still, I still have my first iPhone. Oh, that's cool. The iPhone 1. Damn, damn, oh yeah, on oh, the yeah. cutting edge, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a museum
0: piece, it's yeah. Museum it's museum t- piece t- it's really now. tiny,
1: it's very tiny and has a home button, yeah. <laughs> Weird,
0: yeah. Well, I, I hate how this new phone, but you know, I can get by without the home button. Although, it is, it is true. Is I, I think you pointed this, or maybe it was Kara that pointed this out that, uh. When your phone freezes or an app freezes, it's way, like, you need that home button to to spam, Mm. you know, it feels good. Hmm. Um, Without the home button, it's trickier to try to, you know, like, easily get out of an app and vent your frustrations. Hmm. Um, But what really gets my goat is that there's no headphone jack. That's fucked up. And I don't under—I don't understand why these tech. Well, and also the the uh, the OtterBox is shittier than the one I used to have. I was talking about this with somebody at the gig yesterday. Why are the OtterBoxes getting shittier as time goes on? That's fucked up. And why don't they have headphone jacks? Did
1: you get the fancy OtterBox or did you get the base model OtterBox?
0: uh i think i got the base model one because the fancy one comes with the
3: belt clip right i'm not gonna use the belt clip no it Uh,
1: doesn't my dad does you're lying
3: i don't believe that i don't believe that i've seen the belt clips too yeah i could could totally i could totally see you wearing a belt clip though dan uh yeah (laughs) my dad my dad does
1: i get old people you know they need security
0: yeah. yeah, old old people are allowed to do this kind of stuff, but yeah. we're not that old yet.
1: No, no, Jesus!
0: I, I still really? got I still got twenty years before I qualify for a belt clip.
3: Another news, I went to a wedding yesterday. Oh, Friday. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, my uh, little brother he's uh well he's not so little anymore but he got married he's like mid-20s i think now yeah it was a whole like Mm. family reunion of people i've never met before so that was it was uh fascinating i hugged like eight aunts in a
4: row oh wow Wow.
3: people i've never met before (laughs) yeah i was like surrounded by (laughs) these people they're like oh give me a a kiss i'm like Did you have to
2: deal with the, last time I saw you, you were this big, type of comment?
3: No, not really. Uh, So I don't really talk about myself much on this podcast, but uh, I'm adopted, and I uh, haven't met most of my family. I've met, like, in the last 10 years, I've met my mom, my dad, and my brother and sister. Um, So... Yeah, there's a whole other family that I didn't grow up with, right? Mm-hmm. And these people that I met uh, in New Jersey, uh, mostly on my dad's side and some on my mom's mm-hmm. side. Um, but yeah, like I, you know, I went to this, I went to this wedding and like passed a bunch of people and I was like, "That's my people right there." <laughs> <laughs> That's my people. And they, and they said the same thing after I talked to them. They're like, they stare like, "Yeah, I saw you pass by," and I was like, "He looks like he belongs in the family." But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and some didn't even know I was... Like, they didn't even know I was supposed to be there. Or, like, I was going to be there. Oh, wow. Oh. So, it was a surprise yeah. for them.
1: Were they Great excited? Surprise. Was everybody excited?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was That's good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it, it um, thundered, like, as we were driving to the resort. Um, so, they moved it from outside, inside. It didn't even rain, but they were, like, you know, taking precautions. Mm. Um, But, uh yeah it was a good it was a great wedding it was like highly it was a it was like high capacity but also expensive and There was a mm-hmm. lot of good food mm-hmm. um a lot of roses and the roses aren't cheap weddings are fucking expensive and i don't want to get married because mm-hmm. of this <clears throat> <laughs> you i'm could gonna just get married get ma- in the parking lot you could
2: just get married like how john and i did we just did it in some lady's foyer and and her like house and then
1: and then we had a pizza party
0: Ooh. Yeah, it only it only has to be as expensive as you want it to be.
1: I feel like if me and Steven got married, it would be very secretive and nobody would know until like two months later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, y- y'all killing me with this shit. I've, I've spent my whole life, you know, I'm, I'm known for my public speaking. I'm waiting to give all these best man speeches and oh, talk about yeah. how much I love all my friends and I love these, these different couples in my life. But everyone I know either eschews marriage or they do these like really like oh we got a courthouse wedding with only our parents there and that's it and it's like (laughs) well you know the best man think of your friends that love you
2: the best man's speech (laughs) comes at the rehearsal dinner right isn't that how it's supposed
1: to go
0: yeah well i wouldn't know because i've never had an opportunity Aww. to make one because all my friends keep getting married without me
1: oh I, <laughs> I won't know. get married without you damn oh hey when i, I when we renew vows and then i'll we'll record it on, on your phone
0: <laughs> okay thank you i appreciate it i'm waiting i'm waiting in the wings
1: <laughs> yeah, i got christella, i got
0: all sorts of things to
3: say about how much i love you guys did you have like anime <laughs> did you have anime music playing christella no during your wedding
2: no, we had Seals Kiss from a Rose. Oh hell oh, yeah, oh, Batman. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was yeah, that Batman. was our wedding song.
3: <laughs> Dan's gonna have G- Legends of Galactic Hero theme song play. Oh my god. <laughs> when that he's was when he's walking piano. up this walking up the alley.
1: Yeah, played on piano, probably doesn't even sound like it.
3: Yeah, oh that'd be cool. That'd be
1: cool. I wanna do that. Have random anime music that I love. <laughs> the theme song to Orimo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> of Jojo a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure oh. theme melody oh
2: yeah, Ooh, yeah like, a group picture yeah, of Jojo poses
0: my, yeah my yeah. beloved we're entering a bizarre adventure together and we both strike a pose oh hell yeah that'd be dope
1: you gotta meet her on a um, Jojo forum
0: yeah well, what's Jojo forum I'll hop, I'll hop onto it
1: <laughs> I don't know I assume there's a reddit for it I don't know
0: no my reddit discovery has been linkedin lunatics that was what i was spamming people yesterday was deranged linkedin posts
2: oh my god (laughs) i can only Hmm. imagine (laughs)
0: Yeah, if anything, if you, if you listen to this podcast, if anything, you should, your takeaway should be don't give Dan your phone number. <laughs> just, like, blow you up with dumb shit randomly. <laughs> just imagine me lying in bed until like noon or 1 p.m. being like, I should text Morgan 50 bajillion LinkedIn
3: lunatic memes. It you know? <laughs> yeah, this could be a Patreon tier, you know. Uh,
2: Personalized
3: message (laughs) 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 Love it
1: Well, um, speaking of personalized messages (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's get into today's episode Which is the chat GBT episode
0: Yay Yay. Our official fifth member of the podcast
1: Yes Um, And better and faster than anybody (laughs) Any one of us
3: mm mm-hmm. going speak for me now for the rest of the yeah, episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have enough content that that could actually happen. hard <laughs> mm-hmm. voice is just deep faked the whole time. <laughs> so we're a little late to the chat GBT game, but yeah. um, I have a couple of things that I asked chat GBT to come up with. Since we are an anime podcast and we love talking about anime and discussing, like, hot topics, random discussions, that kind of stuff. So, um, I, at first when I was, I was just, like, testing the chat GBT waters and I was, like, asking them to come up with, uh three anime discussion topics for our podcast uh, for an anime podcast not just like any not just like a random anime podcast not like specifically ours but then I also asked them to come up with uh, anime topics for specifically our podcast and those ones are lit, are so wild um, that they fit so well into our actual <laughs> like programming um, that it was kind of crazy and I was blown away by it Um, so I'm going to read out the anime topics for our specific podcast that chat GBT came up with. And, um, I think we should ask the listeners which one they want us to, to turn into a real live episode.
3: You know, what's crazy though, before we do this Hmm. is the, so the supposed, uh, godfather of AI just recently was talking to New York Times and other outlets, other news outlets, basically saying, you know, we should stop. We should put the brakes on. I'm sorry, Dave. The, the, the amount of the, like, the speed them. in which our technology is is um, advancing, right? Um, and his name is Jeffrey, by the way. I suppose was a G. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: great minds yes. with great names. <laughs> yes,
3: Doctor Jeffrey Hinton. <laughs>
1: Oh, he's a doctor.
3: He's a doctor. He just okay. quit Google because he felt like he needed to speak out against uh, basically what Google's doing.
1: What, data um, mining?
3: Well, that too. But they he, he, they integrated Chat ChatGPT into Bing. Um, okay. He just thinks that everything's progressing too much. Um, he says, uh, I've come to the conclusion that the kind of intelligence we're developing is very different from the intelligence we have. Um, He said, so it's as if you had 10,000 people and whenever one person learned something, everybody automatically knew it. And that's how these chatbots can know so much more than any, any one person. Um, So it's like, you know, obviously if it gets into the wrong, the the hands of the wrong people, um, yeah, it could could be bad, right? They could use it for nefarious reasons, essentially. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, that's the cyberpunk anime of our dreams, right?
3: Yeah, he's warning (laughs) us of (laughs) Blade Runner. (laughs) Or, uh, yeah, iRobot or a number of any other, you know, dystopic science fiction tales.
0: Yeah, well, I... My bigger concern, personally, is the, the weird... the the, like sick twist that current AI is moving towards where we have been told throughout our lives that uh, AI and automation will relieve us of our capitalist drone, you know, workloads and free us up to create culture, to follow our dreams, to have hobbies. You know, we'll have more time to be ourselves as a member of a community and a member of a culture because robots are gonna do all the you know quote unquote productive work for us. But I I think what we've actually seen is the opposite that people are making AI so that it can create paintings and create music and do all these cultural things. And it's like, yeah, now now the sick twist is that we must continue you know, doing our capitalist drone workloads so that, you know, we can fuel AI creating culture on our behalf. Uh, And if anything, I would like to see AI be more oriented towards practical work. But I say that because I also think that hand in hand in that, we need to, you know, adapt to a, a universal basic income and just come to a reality that, you know, We don't need the kinds of jobs that I have, you know, that like Mm. uh, many, many people stuck in office worker bureaucracy uh, should be just getting paid a UBI to go forth and, you know, like to, to exist because AI does all this stuff for us. I don't think that's such a bad... Outcome or such a bad life that that one could live.
2: I I think you you're definitely touching on some some things I've thought about as well. You know, I think not not AI but automation is certainly a big topic and job loss or at least changing the way that we do jobs.
3: Uh, mm-hmm.
2: And I think you know there's not enough talk about how much automation is impacting the workforce, but if we just all had UBI, it would be fine. Like we don't need to go yeah. do these fucking jobs. Like we can, we'll just have UBI. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> Cause when I think of the, uh, you know, the, the risk of AI eliminating people's jobs, I mean, I just saw a news, a news headline, uh, like an opinion piece. It was, Talking about how, you know, like worthless middle, you know, mid-tier office jobs will be obsolete because AI is just going to automate its way through all this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I. that strikes me as a hyper negative in, in this current moment. Uh, but only because there's nothing for people to do, like, there's there's no way for our society to cope with such a huge amount of unemployment under its current capitalist structure. You know, if we suddenly had, you know, like 20, 30, 40% of the population uh, unemployed, I mean, that would be devastating, it'd be really difficult to to figure out how to allocate resources so that people aren't suffering on a mass scale and how to allocate people's time and energy so that our society is actually able to do productive things. Yeah. Um, but if we had UBI in a way that allowed people to have their basic resources or their, their basic needs met, I think that, yeah, it wouldn't be such a bad thing to have such a huge amount of unemployment because it's just, yeah, like, I mean, imagine if every gig was like three times the size, because suddenly people didn't gotta work in the morning. Everybody got all the time <laughs> in the world. You know, like that's that's how I view. Yeah, like when I think of UBI and how I think of socialism in general, I think of like. Yeah, like imagine if every single person you knew was in three bands or like every person you knew was painting for an hour a day or like every fifth person had a 500-page novel they were working on mm-hmm. because everybody's got time to just like mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck they want to do and create, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, another reason why, um, you know, another reason why the writer strike is happening, if you have, haven't have been paying attention, um yeah you know shows that are being created have writers right of course Mm -hmm. and they need to get paid and they're also worried that um that ai will be able to create scripts write stories um of course they won't have the same soul and nuance that a human would have if they wrote it But, but you know well yeah yeah, scary, right? I'm going to test
2: know. that theory today. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think we, I think everybody... <laughs> so I, went good. To go watch,
3: I went to go watch John Oliver the other night, and I was like, shit, he's not on. Motherfucker, where is it, Where is the episode Oh, yeah. really? Because oh. there's no one writing for it. Oh, and A lot yeah. of the late night shows aren't being written because of the writer's strike. Oh. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Well, good for them. I support that.
3: Yeah, Me too.
2: They need to get paid. Yeah,
3: same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, they, I mean, without them the the shows are shit you know like breaking bad i'm rewatching breaking bad and uh, uh there was a writer strike when it was the initial first season was being uh produced and because of the writer strike they paused and they wrote um Jesse Pinkman back into the scripts like he was supposed to die off basically in the first season this is not a spoiler mm. by the way and uh if if they hadn't had that break the writers would have just Kept him off. They liked him so much. They kept him in the, in the show.
0: Hmm. That would have been yeah, a yeah. tremendously different show. Yeah. Jesse Pinkman had died in season one. Hmm. All right. Well, All right. Well, well, we have AIs writing for us right now. Yeah. We'll see we if do. they have any human nuance. What do they have to say?
1: Yeah. So I asked ChatGBT to create three of the hottest topics in anime right now that the Otaku Host Club podcast could discuss on their next episode. And the first one is the rise of Isekai, exploring the phenomenon and its impact on anime. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. Okay, that's fair. Isn't this what Mr. Giguk talks about all the time?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Christelle, it's actually taken away your job as well. Cause it's written me a synopsis of the episode.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. It, wait, it, it already did all the exploring for us.
1: Well, it ju- it gives us like a, um, like a synopsis of what we've talked about.
3: Oh, uh, you're fired. Like, yeah, you like, Stella. So
2: it's, it's also got you, it's also written a summary of, of, yeah. the, of what we're going to talk about today. Excellent. Yeah, yeah.
4: Like, in,
0: in, instead of the abyss, it's, it's the producing. It's like the longer you stare into the producing, the producing will produce back at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God.
1: Okay, so in this podcast episode, the Otaku Host Club dives into the popular trend of isekai anime. They discuss the concept of isekai where characters are transported or reincarnated into fantasy or game-like worlds, and its increasing prevalence in recent years. The hosts examine the reasons behind the genre's popularity, exploring its appeal to viewers and the ways in which isekai stories have (coughs) evolved and diversified. They also analyze the impact of isekai on the anime industry and its influence on other genres and its potential for future developments. Mm. Damn, we smart. (laughs) I yeah. think this, this may be giving us a little bit too much
2: credit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very structured and organized. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean that, that's a totally reasonable thing to discuss. We're putting these up to a, an audience vote, right? I mean, if yes. the audience vote for us to discuss isekai, I welcome that. Yeah. You know, I don't like isekai, but what do I know about isekai? I'll, I'll dig into it. Let's do it let's go
1: my only um stipulation with this uh is that it talks about reincarnation too which i think isn't a completely separate genre (laughs) which Uh, i don't think falls under isekai that's the only thing uh, i was thinking when i was reading i was like reincarnation to me is something completely different because you're not being you're not being transported to another world you're being reborn into either a different world or the same world like cinnamon
2: nobunaga He's (laughs) He's <laughs> Oden of gets yeah. reincarnated as a dog. <laughs> 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 I think he gets reincarnated into a Shiba Inu. <laughs>
0: oh, is that is that the one where like the girl the wait, there's like a lot of sexual tension between the girl and a dog?
1: Oh, I don't know about no, that. No, that's Inukai. Oh, okay. Uh, okay.
0: okay. I watched I watched a YouTube video about it.
1: Oh, I was like, did you watch it? Because it's crazy. I couldn't get past episode one. <laughs> no, I, I oh, didn't. It gave I, for you. <laughs> it gave me the ick real bad.
0: You know, well, when you say it like that, maybe I will watch it.
1: <laughs> I can only imagine how far I'd get into the uh, kennel. What's the, yeah. <laughs> the kennel one.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's a difference between like Oshinoko, where, you know, I have two characters that are reincarnated, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't change worlds, but. Mushoko mush, yeah, Mushiko's, uh, Tensei. Is that the, am mush- I the right show?
1: <laughs> yeah, you are. Mushoko Tensei.
3: Tensei, yeah. And uh, so that, the main character...
1: Gets reincarnated to is another... Reincarnated. A, a different world.
3: Yes. To me, that's still an isekai, though.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Uh, that, to me, that's not an isekai, because he didn't get, like... Um, he mm. is... He's not like the same person transported. He's like becomes a different person, if that makes sense.
3: But he, but they always show his physical form the way he used to exist, the way he existed in the in the real world.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You see his, he's like naked and he's talking to like a divine uh, being, God or whatever, whatever it is. That's why I think, okay, maybe he's he's still inside the body
1: mm, mm, mm.
3: of the new character. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that's a it's whole a different gray
1: topic. <laughs> it's a gray area. It's a gray area.
3: Well, yeah, so already we've seen the chat GPT
0: uh, lacks human nuance. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the other side of the coin that, you know, Amelia, you disagree with the chat GPT that just has <laughs> all... Information and has <laughs> yeah. d- divinely come to this conclusion that reincarnation yeah. is isekai.
1: Well, you know, who am I? But who, who are human. you to disagree with
0: the, the human <laughs> with the civilizations, AI. yeah, the human species collective knowledge?
1: <laughs> okay, so the second one is Breaking Barriers, Diversity and Representation in Anime.
0: Oh, oh wow. that's on know. my ideas list too. Isn't it?
1: <laughs>
0: if it's not, I can put it on
1: there. <laughs> it,
0: I thought it was. Cra- what's crazy
1: about this is all three of these are specifically tailored to like things that we always talk about on our show. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah, that strikes me as well because we do talk about representation and, yeah. and these kind of social issues in the anime, and, I'm, and I'm I. am
1: this morning was thinking, like, if one of these get picked, I'm fucking making watch making Dan watch Mushoku Tensei.
0: Sure, 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 sure.
1: <laughs> I was like, I need to watch some new anime, guys. Mushoku Tensei, let's
0: go. I'm, on, I'm watching new anime. I'm, I'm getting up to speed on My Hero Academia. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now as okay. we're thinking as we're thinking about representation in anime i'm thinking about uh jeff and i watching legend of the galactic heroes and the one singular black character in that show oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
3: jesus christ <laughs> god all right well that's a whole discussion yeah. topic on its own
1: okay so the um, what it has come up with um that we've talked about in the episode In this important episode, the Otaku Host Club (laughs) podcast explores the growing recognition of diversity and representation in anime. They discuss the increasing inclusion of characters from various racial, ethnic, and LGBTQ plus backgrounds, as well as the exploration of diverse themes and cultural settings. The hosts highlight notable anime series that have embraced diversity, such as Yuri on Ice, Carol and Tuesday, and Demon Slayer, <laughs> and examine the positive impact these portrayals have had on the anime community. They also address ongoing challenges and opportunities for further progress in promoting inclusivity within the medium.
0: Demon Damn. Slayer, though? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, said, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn Carol Tuesday, I didn't watch.
2: I think <coughs> I watched Demon, Carol
0: Demon and Slayer.
3: Slayer.
2: I think that was, it, it. wasn't it about like two street performers, like musicians? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty cute. Pretty good. It was
3: cute. Well, okay. the great okay. through line between, with that show is the fact that uh, it's about AI generated music.
1: Yes. And oh, how yeah. that
3: is, how it, uh, you know, it differs from real it? written music. From a human being, okay. much like, um, much like, um,
1: Vivi, Vivi. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Kind
3: of mm-hmm. Vivi. yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Demon Slayer is the angle that they're like kind of gay because they dressed up as women and in, in the brothels in season two.
1: What? Couldn't they have said banana fish? Yeah. Banana yeah, fish would have been way better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Would have been way better. Hmm. Hmm.
3: I feel Especially like we could it,
1: pick like way more we could pick better examples. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we could. Maybe
1: this I'd description... like to talk about Blue Period.
0: Oh. I think I think what ChatGPT is trying to tell us is that demons are real
2: <laughs> and, and that, that need... they are
0: included yeah. in you know acknowledged and included in Demon Slayer.
2: Mhm. Well, I... most
0: media just ignores this entire life form, life form altogether.
2: Maybe it's also trying to replicate how I try to highlight the big shows that you guys talk about when writing Mm. the summaries. Uh, Maybe that way, when it shows up in search results.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's true. It's playing that that long-term search engine (laughs) optimization game Mm. on (laughs) our behalf. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Hashtag (laughs) demons are real. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Which, which, by the way, all the all the hashtags I put in for the show is like shows that we have referenced, and so far I've put My Hero Academia and every
1: single fucking show yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. people are going to be so disappointed when they come to the show and only one person likes my hero
0: <laughs> we're going to say stop talking smack about Deku I know yeah
2: and
3: we're going to say nah <laughs> hashtag Deku's a man
2: sometimes if you guys go on and on for for, 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 a, for a particular character I also put that character's name in there yeah.
3: Mm.
1: It's
2: quite frequently Bakugo or
1: Deku. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the third topic ChatGPT has come up with anime in the streaming era, changing landscape and new opportunities.
0: Mm. That's kind of what we just talked about.
1: I know. Right. Isn't that kind of creepy? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's a little offshoot of the OVA episode.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <clears throat> in this podcast episode, focus on the transformative impact of streaming platforms on the anime industry. The hosts discuss how platforms like Netflix, Crunchyroll, and Funimation have changed the way anime is produced, distributed, and consumed. They explore the benefits and challenges of streaming, including the globalization of anime, the availability of vast mm. libraries of titles, and the, rising, the rise of simulcasting. Additionally, the host examined the influence of streaming on the creative process, anime production trends, and the increasing international fan base. They also speculate on the future of the anime streaming and its implications for the industry as a whole.
2: You know, I feel like I've heard this episode in in many other uh, arenas, like Mm. basically
1: section by section yeah we talk we talk about this a lot i feel like yeah Mm
2: -hmm. i feel
1: like it's kind of like ingrained in how we think of anime because we uh came up with anime when it was on physical media Mm -hmm. and we are now consuming it through streaming platforms Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like it's just creepy how on the nose chat gbt was about all three of these
0: Yeah. So did you, did you add, like, did you feed it information about us beforehand?
1: No. So the only, so I'm going to read you it, the. It just
0: already knew all about us. Holy
1: well, crap. okay. So for chat to work the way you want it to, you have to give it specific stipulations. And mm-hmm. I probably will get more in that, um, into that when, um, I read everybody's, uh, tailored anime, mm-hmm. um, But like you can ask it whatever you want, but you're not going to get like a specific result unless you ask it specific things. So um, the first uh, the first thing I asked it was come up with three topics for an anime podcast, just like a generic anime podcast. Um, And it came up with these three. I'm not going to like read the synopsis or anything, but um, the first one was exploring the world of Shonen, unraveling the epic battles and inspiring heroes. Um the second one was anime soundtracks unforgettable melodies and musical magic and the third one was anime adaptations from manga to screen. So all those good are pretty topics. really good topics all really general topics and all topics we've pretty much already talked about besides the manga one cuz not a lot of us read manga but um we always talk about manga if we've read the manga so um See, this- I- Go ahead. So this
3: was my question, too, because I, I messed around with it as well, and I put it in the Otaku Host Club as, um, basically, I said to create an anime based on the Otaku Host Club podcast.
1: Oh, my God. Does uh, it, did it make one?
3: It did, but it it doesn't know who we are. So it created, it oh, created characters.
1: Oh, it's pretty vague.
3: Yeah, it created characters, but they're not, like, our names. And I, I'm thinking, like, well, we're on the internet. Like... -hmm. The otaku host, like, you know, would it know to search us?
1: Did you type podcast?
3: I did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So those that was what I first typed, and I was like, eh. And I just wanted to check it to see if it's pulling just from like random shit on the internet. Um, or if it's pulling like specific things from the internet. So then I asked it, what are the three biggest misconceptions about anime? And it came up with obviously the biggest three, which are anime is only for kids. Anime is only, always, about fan service and etchy content. And anime is a homogenous genre, um, yeah. which are, are that. And I was like, um, let me test it and let me type in come up with three topics for the otaku host club podcast to discuss. And -hmm. that's when it gave me all of those responses, which is like, I feel like the first, the first three that it gave me were like pretty general. Like anybody who has watched anime for a while could talk about it. But the last, the second three, those were like creepily what our episode titles are like.
3: yeah 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 they're topically you know, relevant for us yeah i also asked it to create an anime script based on breaking bad and attack on titan
1: was it good or no
3: uh actually it was kind of funny <laughs>
1: neither of those shows um, are funny
3: <laughs> yeah they're not <laughs> should i should i read just a little bit yes, of it yes you yeah, have to little, Yeah. a little bit <laughs> Alright, uh, so they they called the show Titans and Meth. <laughs> oh,
1: nice. God. Nice. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
3: Alliance, what did they call it? Alliance. Yeah, Titans and Meth Alliance. Um <laughs> ChatGBT
1: really loves the um, the semicolon. It likes to come up <laughs> with like titles that are that are like two parters.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Episode 1, The Hidden Formula, Interior, Secret Lab, Night. The scene opens with Walter White, a brilliant chemist turned meth manufacturer, and his former student, Jesse Pinkman, working in a dimly lit underground lab. They are surrounded by chemical apparatus and stacks of money. Walter White, Jesse, we need to find a new way to cook this meth. Something (laughs) extraordinary. Jesse, yeah, Mr. White, but how are we going to do that? We've been making a killing already. Suddenly, the ground shakes and an enormous titan bursts through the wall, terrifying Walter and Jesse. Walter White, what the hell is that thing? Jesse, yo, Mr. White, I think it's one of them titans from Attack on Titan. <laughs> Walter's curiosity is piqued. He approaches the titan, examining it closely. Walter White Remarkable It's like nothing I've seen before Imagine the possibilities if we could harness its power Jesse looks at Walter, bewildered Jesse, you're not suggesting we cook meth using Titan power, are you? <laughs> oh, Walter White Precisely, Jesse We would create the purest meth the world has, has ever seen What the <laughs> Interior uh, meth lab Walter and Jesse modify their mobile meth lab, outfitting it with anti-Titan weaponry and defensive measures. <laughs> they, they take off their new venture, combining the dangerous worlds of drug manufacturing and Titan hunting. And that's just one episode.
2: <laughs> oh my god, how many episodes did it come up with?
3: Oh, uh, I created two, three.
2: Oh, shit. We might have to have a roll. table reading.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah. I, th- I thought this would be a great idea for like a p- for a panel at a, at a convention we would mm. just like have people come up and read their lines yeah or, Like,
2: oh you know what I went to a cool panel at Akon mm. a couple years ago and they were reading Sonic fan fiction and oh. that, that's all it was it was a table reading of Sonic fan fiction <laughs> so you right. can definitely do that that's a doable thing. when you
0: concept. say at Akon a few years ago do you mean that the Akon we were all at together yes Because didn't I go to that with you?
2: Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, you did, did. actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that was bizarre. I was like, wow. You can just make a a panel based on fan fiction other people wrote and just get people to read it and that's a panel? Okay.
0: Well, I think Akon hmm. Hmm. got some standards going on there. But uh, (laughs) that was an experience for sure. Yeah, we'll have to what, So what do you think what with. do you what do you think a titan power means in this context?
2: <laughs> yeah, are they going to use like spinal
1: fluid to make meth. And Ooh,
0: then why like would it that. be
1: pure? Why would it be more pure than like anything else? Because, because the baked. titans are pu-
0: because the titans are
3: pure bloods. Right?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, also the the I don't, the, think so. I don't think so. The meth in Breaking Bad is like one of the one of the catches is that Walter makes the purest meth, like it's like uh, 90, 90 whatever percent pure.
2: Oh, oh
3: yeah, that, that's a big versus the TV show, yeah, yeah versus like street, you know where it's like fifty percent or whatever maybe. Yeah, when Jesse was putting hot chili pepper
0: <laughs> into the meth or chili powder into the meth, that was his signature <laughs> move, and Walter was like, "Why are you doing this?" The but event. are the the Titans are are. Pure blooded uh, what's what's the ethnic minority in Attack on Titan?
1: Ifris? No. What?
2: Eldians?
0: Eldians, uh, yeah. yeah. Aren't the Titans yeah. aren't the Titans? Yeah. Aren't the Titans pure blooded Eldians?
2: I don't think so. I think they just have to have some Eldian DNA. Oh, uh, okay. They
0: have
1: doesn't um you have to be uh pure blood to um, utilize the founding titan oh
2: yeah okay that right. sounds That sounds believable you have to
0: have the blood of the royal family
1: yeah Yeah. that mm-hmm. the blood of the royal family
2: like how do they <laughs> fucking know how do that is they No, know? You know how many people could be related to the royal family how many
1: Literally, so many. Well, that's <laughs> why all sluts. these royal, f- royal families are sluts. So I'm just saying. Well,
0: that, but that, isn't that why all these royal families do inbreeding? Because that's that's the game of Game of Thrones style, right? To keep the uh, lineage like consolidated. Everybody can their yeah. cousins and shit.
1: Yeah, until the, histo- the Habsburgs. Uh, I think that's the historical style. Like, I think all the historical yeah. like English families uh, did inbreeding.
0: Yeah. She
3: would do it. She would do an impromptu Game of Thrones anime C- clash. <laughs> Dan, come on, give me it. Give me it. Do uh, you the prompt? Yeah. yeah give me. a uh, Tell me what. So, I, so create a whatever like script. Yeah.
1: Uh, for an anime.
3: Create a script
0: for a three episode anime. Three episode isekai anime oh, that takes place in the world of Game of Thrones and involves incest.
1: Oh, oh no, that might that might be a trigger word. There are a couple of things you can't um, ask Chat GPT to do.
0: Mm. Uh, well, okay. you fair. could ask
1: it to write a, a script that has incest in it, though. You could um, you could get around that like that uh, buzzword by calling it or whatever it involves
0: cousins of the royal family, getting married to each other.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> okay, go. There, you, there go. you go. And then getting married, we'll just put in quotation marks, you know, like, cause like wink, wink incest. Yeah. So whenever they say getting married, you know what's happening.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I cannot create explicit or adult content. There you go. I'm also really looking for adult content. Just
0: yeah. What about just the why is it? I
2: think Game of
1: Thrones is adult content.
2: Yeah. (laughs) In Ezeki well, I don't know, that would be an easy one. Anime based in the world of Isekai. That's just like Mm. restaurant from another world. (laughs) Easy.
3: (laughs) Thrones of the New World.
2: Oh, okay.
3: A portal to Westeros, episode one scene one the story begins with our protagonist haruki an avid gamer sitting at his computer playing a popular virtual reality game based on game of thrones damn As i'm like it's a difficult quest his room suddenly becomes engulfed in a blinding light
1: did he sneeze <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: uh arri- arri- arrival in westeros scene two haruki awakens in a grassy field Surrounded by medieval scenery, confused, he realizes that he has been transported into the world of Westeros. Determined to survive and find a way back home, he sets out on a journey. Hmm. Encounter with Arya Stark. While exploring a nearby village, Haruki stumbles upon Arya Stark, a skilled assassin. Initially cautious, Arya becomes intrigued by Haruki's mysterious arrival. She agrees to help him navigate this new world, believing you know, his knowledge of technology start. might be <laughs> useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is different than... this doesn't actually have, like, dialogue. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It goes up to scene 5. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
3: Why is this different than the last one? See, it's very specific. It
1: yeah. is specific.
0: This, this sounds really boring and pedantic as a TV
1: show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't this just like a total genre exercise isekai?
2: Well, this is also the trap of AI, right? And, and machine yeah. learning uh, as we are right now. You have to be specific about what you want. It can yeah, do it make an
0: exciting emotionally fulfilling character narrative I mean,
1: Well, I could <laughs> we can just get into what I <laughs> what I asked um Chat yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> um so for uh for this part of the episode I asked Chat GBT to create an anime um based on each one of our individual, like um, things that we like about anime, like our top five things we like about anime or whatever. So Mm. um, (laughs) Cristola's is the one I did first. Um, And I asked it to create an anime with themes of gore and drama with thought-provoking scenes (laughs) in the vein of *Helsing Ultimate. Ooh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my God. the response is kind of long. It gives you a synopsis. It gives you like setting. Oh, you it asked you, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't spit That's that out. That's what I. Okay. <laughs> yes. No. I asked that. Okay. <laughs> and um, so he, <laughs> it gives you like art style and like how it's supposed to be viewed and everything. So Ooh, okay, let's go. The title is Crimson Requiem.
4: Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> okay. That's
2: the like synopsis. a bad metal band.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. In a world plagued by supernatural creatures and political unrest, a secret organization known as the Order of Shadows fights to maintain balance and protect humanity. Led by the enigmatic and ruthless leader Lady Seraphine, the organization carries out missions to eliminate su- supernatural threats and lethal with lethal efficiency. The story follows Rei Kagami, a young and skilled agent of the Order of Shadows, who possesses a dark past. Haunted by his tragic experiences, Ray's emotional turmoil fuels his relentless pursuit of justice. During a mission to eradicate a powerful vampire clan, he encounters a mysterious and alluring vampire named Alicia. Instead of killing her, Ray takes her captive, intending to use her to gain information about the vampire hierarchy. As Ray delves deeper into Alicia's world, he becomes entangled in a web of conspiracies and ancient blood feuds. The lines between good and evil blur, and he must confront the true nature of his mission, his beliefs, and his own humanity. Along the way, he meets a a diverse cast of characters, including other agents of the Order, supernatural beings, and individuals who have their own agendas. Crimson Requiem explores themes of redemption, the nature of evil, and the consequences of one's actions. The anime combines intense action sequences with thought-provoking dialogue, exploring the moral ambiguity of the characters and the choices they make. The gore is used sparingly, but effectively, adding to the sense of danger and emphasizing the gravity of the conflicts. The art style and animation captured the dark and gothic atmosphere reminiscent of Helsing Ultimate. The soundtrack features haunting melodies driving orchestral pieces and powerful vocal performances, further enhancing the emotional impact of the series. As the story unfolds, Crimson Requiem forces viewers to question their own preconceptions about right and wrong and to ponder the complex motivations and inner struggles of its characters. It serves as a dark and captivating exploration of the human psyche in the face of supernatural horrors. Disclaimer, please note that this is a fictional concept and as such, it does not currently exist as an anime series. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So
2: specific.
1: Cristela out of right out of 10. If you would watch this. Five like <laughs> um eight. 8. eight. Yeah. That's
2: I would I, thought. It, it, I would definitely it sounds,
0: give it a shot. It sounds like darker than black, but better.
2: Yeah, yeah. It does kind of yeah, you I didn't think about that. That's not kind of sound like darker than black. The beginning definitely sounds like Helsing Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, the rest of it is
1: hmm like
2: I kind of got chills when you were reading that. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I wanted!
3: Oh, yes. no. <laughs> Come on, production IG. Yeah, so
0: if it. somebody makes okay. this anime, yes. they need to pay us royalties.
1: Well, no. I, wanna, I want I Christella <laughs> to pick the animation studio that should make this. <sighs> okay.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I think stu- production IG would be good at this. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I think... I don't know, Kyoto Animation is also up there, mm. as the styles that I like. Of course, you can't go wrong with MAPPA, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so next we need to ask ChatGPT to draft us a letter to write to MAPPA to pitch this anime and give us a 2% cut.
2: There we go. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Actually, I should do that. Finance yeah. King. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guaranteed audience <laughs> yeah.
2: Here you are hey. Anti-capitalist yeah. Scheming
1: <laughs> None of the work All of the reward
0: <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm playing their game man. This is investing right? yeah.
1: That's what I'm thinking
0: <laughs> Intellectual property
1: mm. Crimson Requiem yeah.
2: yeah I mean I would if if it was titled that, I would be like, what's this
1: anime about? <laughs> right? A lot of a lot of these I was like, damn, I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, I give how, that the three episode rule.
0: <laughs> how far are we from these AIs actually just creating anime shows straight up?
2: Oh, they already did that, I think. Cuz
0: they did that with Seinfeld,
2: right?
0: What? They had they had this like ongoing AI generated Seinfeld. Uh, but they had to take it down because it started getting
3: anti-Semitic.
0: <laughs>
1: really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I heard about this too. What? Yeah, that's the problem with with the with it is that it's it can be biased. It's it's based on real human biases Shoot, right? Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's just that's like how Google put those chatbots on Twitter and they became Nazis within like forty eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, like,
2: <laughs> Well, the internet, internet,
0: the internet I mean, just spams away. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think because of the commodification of people's attention on social media, it it tends to draw out rage bait. <laughs> and and people really love rage baiting on the internet. Yeah. People love getting riled mm-hmm. up. And so I think if you have a, a lot of that collectiveness, it's not surprising that a robot would spit out Nazi stuff.
0: Sure. This just, there's is there's more of it. Yeah. Uh... I'm, I'm also thinking of Bodie McBoatface. You guys remember that?
2: Oh, vaguely. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a scientific ship, like, like, like naval ship. Uh, and they put the naming up for a internet hole or like an internet oh
1: i remember this
0: and bodie they they had to go with number two bodie mcboatface because number one was like uh hitler did nothing wrong or something like that oh my god Hmm.
1: i vaguely remember this
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I think I'm getting this a little bit inaccurate, but the general gist of it is correct. But I'm 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 never never ceased to be amazed by I don't know, the the depths of the internet and the way that large groups of people will behave in like any number of deranged and and you know, kind of insane ways.
3: Mm. Yeah, just look at 4 uh, Chan.
0: <laughs> How yeah, that's changed sure. over the years. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. A matter of fact, they're being sued by the family of um, the mass shooting in uh, Buffalo, New York. The, the family that, yeah, that really the, it was a grocery store. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the headlines on Anime News Network in the last few days.
0: Oh, really? That they're, they're suing 4chan? but that's that's kind of a complex lawsuit, right?
3: Yeah, it's not just 4chan, it's like the company that's heading the, like, 2chan and 4chan. Mm -hmm. It was sold back to a Japanese company. They're also Uh, suing, like, Facebook, they're they're suing, like, Meta and Amazon and a a slew of other companies. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. Somehow I thought 4chan was
0: headed by some guy in the Philippines, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's outdated information. You could I think look it up was. on your new phone. That might be HN. Yeah, look up your new phone. <laughs> HN? Just kidding.
3: <laughs> as, as, I if,
1: as if like older phones have older information.
4: Oh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your
0: new phone has new information. <laughs> I, do, at this point, I'm prepared to believe it. I'm prepared to believe it because I've, I, you know, like all sorts of new things are unlocking on these apps that I have never been able, like Tinder. It's like Tinder was, was sidelining me for having an old phone. Now it's, mm-hmm. it's loving me for having a new phone. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, one more thing it's it's owned by Hiroyuki Nishimura um, he was the founder of Two Channel mm-hmm.
0: okay. which is what
3: 4chan is based off of right 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 when he sold so the guy who, who created 4chan sold it back essentially like that whole concept <laughs> back to the guy who started Two Channel that's sure. weird it's like a full circle
1: hmm. yeah all right, read us another Egg. one, Amelia. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so the next one is Jeff's anime. And mm. I asked it to create an anime that is set in a post apocalyptic world with lots of sci fi and adventure told like stories like Satoshi Kone. <laughs> and the title of the anime I came up with was Eclipse Chronicles. Oh,
3: God, I love it.
1: Okay this one i was like shit this is fucking good i'd watch this okay the synopsis in a desolate and shattered world ravaged by a cataclysmic event known as the great eclipse humanity struggles to survive amidst the ruins and remnants of their once thriving civilization survivors have formed scattered communities and rely on technology salvaged from the past to sustain their existence the story follows Mia, a resourceful and resilient young woman who possesses an uncanny ability to collect, to connect with the remnants of the technology left behind. She discovers a mysterious artifact, a relic from the pre-apocalyptic era, which grants her visions and insights into the past. These visions offer glimpses of forgotten knowledge, untold stories, and even potential solutions to the world's dire situation. Guided by these visions, Mia embarks on a perilous journey across the desolate wastelands, accompanied by a small group of diverse companions. Their goal is to unlock the secrets of the past, find mythical places rumored to still hold advanced technology, and ultimately uncover the truth behind the Great Eclipse. As they traverse the dangerous landscapes, encounter hostile factions, and confront the remnants of advanced technology gone awry, Mia and her companions must confront their fears, unravel the mysteries of the past, and grapple with the consequences of their actions. Each episode serves as a self contained story exploring different aspects of the world, the characters' backstories, and the enigmatic events leading up to the apocalypse. Eclipse Chronicles captures the essence of Satoshi Kon's storytelling, blending surrealism, psychological depth, and intricate narratives. The series delves into philosophical questions about the nature of reality, the impact of technology on society, and the resilience of the human spirit in the face of adversity. The art style combines gritty post-apocalyptic aesthetics with imaginative sci-fi elements, showcasing breathtaking landscapes and evocative character designs. The animation seamlessly blends action-packed sequences with moments of introspection, enhancing the emotional impact of the series. The soundtrack of Eclipse Chronicles features a haunting, ethereal mix of electronic and orchestral compositions, heightening the tension and atmosphere of each episode. By merging the post-apocalyptic genre with elements of science fiction and Satoshi Kon's storytelling style, Eclipse Chronicles presents a thought-provoking and visually stunning anime that captivates viewers and invites them to reflect on the resilience of the human spirit even in the most desperate of times.
3: Let's go. Damn. So yeah. out of
1: 10, would you would you would you watch that? <laughs>
3: Yeah, ten out of ten. Ten out of, right? Yeah, that sounds, sounds awesome. good as fuck. That does yeah, sound sounds like, sounds like a
2: awesome. cool anime. It kind of, of then, like, it sounds like the beginning kinda of
1: sounds like Hibane Ren Mai. Mmm. Hmm. So who would you get to animate this?
3: Um Production IG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> mm. yeah, tough. Uh, You know, I wish, I wish, this sounds like something borderline, I don't want to say Akira, but Mm. I kept visualizing a little bit of Macross and like Fist of the North Star
2: Mm.
3: mixed together, but then I also started thinking of the video game uh, Horizon.
2: Oh, Yeah. Oh, okay. Dawn,
3: what is the hell is it called? Uh, there, there's Hi-
2: yeah. There's two. Two, there's
3: two. There's two of them, mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't played the newest one. Um but it's like basically this 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 character who is battling dinosaurs that are mechanical. Mm. AI generated not generated, but yeah, controlled robots and uh, the tech that was being created at the time destroy the world. So now there's just, like, these rogue, yeah, dinosaur robots taking over the planet. Um, uh, I kept. I don't know why I'm thinking of that, but I guess because you have to collect these fragments from the past, these, like, audio fragments, and you have to listen to them to, to create a bigger picture.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Of why the robots took over, or, like, why... They're, yeah, they're all over the planet. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what studio would do this. That's a hard one. Hmm.
2: I think it should be one think? that that is really good with landscape.
1: With landscapes. Yeah. maybe Studio Orange. Available? I was going to say Orange, <laughs> but that's just because I, <laughs> they've been in my mind recently. Yeah,
3: so. you want this to look like the new Trigon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not particularly but i you know i do i do think orange i think their landscapes and their set pieces were really really good mm. in trigon but i probably would have it 2d animated yeah i wouldn't it wouldn't be 3d mm.
4: Mm.
3: so it's a, it's gonna be a studio orange collab with Ooh, uh, production ig oh so.
1: i was gonna say whatever whatever the studio is um that does uh Fucking the one you like. <laughs> what is it? Madhouse. No. Uh, um. 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 um, 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 um. <sighs> Isaac and <laughs> who does that one? You also You no like the <laughs> the animation studio. Uh,
3: oh, science
1: Saiyansaru, there you go. <laughs> That's okay. what I was trying to think of.
3: That would be a good one. Yeah. Damn. I don't know why I didn't say that because it's like my favorite, one of my favorite studios right now. <laughs> uh, the
1: collab would be really, um, really good. Cause I, ICA, like a uh, science Hour does really good. Like, um, like distorting reality kind of situations.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Now call, call Masaki Lawson. Tell him we got an idea for him. <laughs> I'm going to need you to work with
3: studio orange on this. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just, you know, tweet at him. yeah
1: just tweet at them that's how you get everybody to talk to you these days
3: yeah yeah what's their fate i mean uh um shown in sunday sunday they got a response from miss utina creator of utina i can't think of their name
1: i I don't know what i would do with that tweet i would save it
3: yeah that's cool (laughs) i would Mm -hmm. post it everywhere
0: making me think of everybody uh Tweeting goats at the writer of Vinland Saga in Planetes, And oh. he was on, on an interview with Gigguk, with Mr. Giguk being like, I didn't understand why everyone was tweeting me pictures of goats. I thought, what did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do to deserve this?
1: You know? Oh, poor baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> goats.
3: <laughs> All right, what's... What's okay. the
1: next one? Let's do dance. I did mine next, and then dance. But I'll read dance, and I'll go last. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. I said, can you create an anime that has big epic storytelling in a sci-fi setting with a dynamic love story that features characters with burning manly spirit, like in Gurren Lagan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for the title? Yeah. Stellar Ignition, Celestial Embrace.
0: I'm, de- I'm sold. I'm sold. This is my favorite anime of all time. I'm telling people.
2: Man, that's so close to Legend of the Galactic Heroes. I know, right?
1: <laughs> okay. In the distant future, humanity resides in scattered colonies across the cosmos, yeah. oppressed by an oppressive alien empire known as the Dominion. Oh, shit. The Dominion seeks to control the universe's resources and crush any resistance. Of course they do. In this dark era, a young man named Hiroki discovers a legendary mecha hidden deep within a forgotten research facility.
0: Hell yeah, go off.
1: Guided by a mysterious message left by his father, Hiroki unleashes an immense power of the mecha known as the Stellar Titan. (laughs) With this newfound weapon, he rallies a group of brave individuals forming the Starfire Squadron, a force determined to liberate humanity from the clutches of the Dominion. As Hiroki and his comrades traverse the vast reaches of space, engaging in epic battles against the Dominion's forces, they encounter the enigmatic and alluring Ren, a a skilled pilot with a tragic past. Sparks fly between Hiroki and Ren as their destinies intertwine, leading to a a dynamic love story amidst the chaos (laughs) of war. (laughs) the anime showcases the characters burning manly spirit as they overcome impossible odds pushing beyond their limits and igniting the flames of hope within their hearts they pilot awe-inspiring mechas that grow in size and power as their determination intensifies culminating in breathtaking battles that shake the very fabric of the universe The story of Stellar Ignition, Celestial Embrace is a grand epic exploring themes of freedom, sacrifice, and the indomitable human spirit. It delves into the depths of despair and rises to triumph heights. The triumphant heights fueled by the characters' unwavering resolve to forge their own destinies. The art style and animation capture the scale and intensity of the battles, blending vibrant and dynamic visuals with larger-than-life mecha designs. The soundtrack features epic orchestral compositions, adrenaline-pumping rock anthems, and emotional ballads, adding to the grandeur of the series. While the sci-fi setting and epic battles take center stage, the dynamic love story between Hiroki and Ren weaves throughout the narrative, providing moments of tenderness, vulnerability, and emotional depth. Their relationship blossoms amidst the chaos of war, serving as a driving force for both characters. Stellar Ignition Celestial Embrace is an anime that combines the excitement of sci-fi mecha battles with a powerful love story and characters embodying a burning manly spirit. It celebrates the triumph of the human spirit against overwhelming odds, capturing the essence of Gurren Lagann while adding its own unique twists and turns.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it'll have to show me what these unique twists and turns are, because I was a synopsis of Tenjin and Laga. <laughs> 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 but I'm, I'm prepared to I'm, I'm ready for this to be my favorite anime of all time, for sure. Oh, yeah?
1: yeah. Who would you get to animate?
0: Studio Trigger.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: oh, yeah. a Trigger anime. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, as soon as it said, that. like,
1: dynamic visuals, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Trigger. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well this is this is a very trigger like story. I'm glad ChatGPT got me all figured out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: guess I'm not not so much on the human nuance cuz it knows what I want. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a ten out of ten. I'm I'm ready to just tell people this is my favorite anime what is it called again? <laughs> yeah, stellar yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, say it again.
1: Oh, what is it called? Uh, stellar Ignition, Celestial Embrace.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna ignition. I'm gonna go to anime weekend Atlanta being like, Oh, you haven't seen uh, Stellar wait, say it again.
1: Stellar Ignition <laughs> Stellar Ignition. Embrace. You
0: haven't seen Stellar Ignition Celestial Embrace? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's the best <laughs> anime know. I've ever seen in my life.
1: S-I-C-E. That would be its um size. Sice.
0: Sice. <laughs> your psych.
1: Your psych wouldn't be You haven't
0: you haven't even seen Sice yet? Give me a break, man. What the fuck's the you been under? It's <laughs> the best anime okay. in the
3: game. <laughs> so now we need uh OpenAI Dolly to create an image for these anime shows. Oh
1: shit, can you do that?
3: I think so.
2: Yeah, you could. You could you oh could need it that you could feed it that
1: paragraph. What do you need to do with Because <laughs> I want to know what they look like and I wanna post them in our Discord. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: yeah. We need that
1: we need those visuals.
3: We need to start with a detailed description. All right, I well, will, I'll
1: we'll pin we'll put that pin in that one. Yeah. I'll send you stuff later. Oh, my God. I need to know what these are like. Because mine, the one that came up for me, I'm like, shit, this is my favorite anime. I don't, <laughs> I don't know whatever anime is I've watched before, but this is it. <laughs> 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 I need to know what these look like. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So what's yours, Amelia?
1: OK, I'm trying to get to mine. OK, here it is. I said can you create an anime that features a cyberpunk setting with themes of gore and fantasy that has a storytelling style of <coughs> Nisi an art style of Moe and subverts the genre. And this one, mm. I was like, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if I fed it too many buzzwords, if it was going to come up with something for, for me that I liked because I was like, ah, that's a lot of things that I put in there, but okay. The yeah. Cyberpunk my- Moe. Right, I mean, <laughs> who would have thought?
0: That's very <laughs> specific, isn't
1: it? So specific. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the title of my anime is Cyberness, Cyber Nexus Discordant Dreams.
4: Mm. Again with the semicolon.
1: a semicolon, it's a semicolon cool. thing. It's too long of a title. Like Cyber Nexus probably would have got me. <laughs> We're like Cyber Nexus. Point oh one, point one oh, or whatever
4: it was.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when anime titles throw in that discordant word. Right? <laughs> Weird. That's going to subvert your expectations.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. In the sprawling metropolis of Neo-Arcadia, a city suffocating under the oppressive rule of megacorporations, a group of misfits with supernatural abilities come together to challenge the status quo. This unlikely band of rebels, known as the Discordant, fights against the system, seeking justice and freedom in a world dominated by advanced technology and corporate greed. The story centers around Akira, a stoic and skilled fighter who possesses the rare ability to manipulate virtual reality interfaces with her mind. She joins forces with an eclectic group of individuals, each with their own extraordinary powers and tragic pasts. Together they uncover a deep conspiracy that threatens to plunge Neo-Arcadia into chaos. As they delve into the underbelly of the city, the discordant encounter grotesque cybernetic creatures, corrupt AI systems, and powerful executives who will stop at nothing to maintain their strange hold, their stranglehold on society. The battles are intense, showcasing, so, sorry, (laughs) my dyslexia is really coming out here. The battles are intense, showcasing the fusion of cybernetic technology and fantastical abilities, resulting in gory and visually stunning combat sequences. Nisioi Isin's art style influences the storytelling with witty and thought-provoking dialogue that subverts the cyberpunk genre's conventions. The anime weaves intricate narratives blending the past and present, reality and illusion, and exploring the complex relationships between the characters. Each episode presents a self-contained story focusing on different members of the discordant, their motivations, and their unique experiences in the cyberpunk world. While the series embraces the Moe aesthetic, it subverts it by showcasing the characters' vulnerabilities and flaws. The cute and seemingly innocent appearances of the characters are contrasted with the harsh realities they face, exploring the duality of their existence and the consequences of their choices. The cyberpunk cityscape is depicted in a visually striking art style, combining neon lights, sprawling skyscrapers, and a dystopian imagery. The animation brings to life the high-tech gadgets, mind-bending virtual worlds, and visceral action sequences, immersing viewers in the gritty and dangerous world of Neo Arcadia. The tra- The soundtrack features the cybertrack the, <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack features a mix of pulsating electronic beats, haunting melodies, and atmospheric soundscapes, enhancing the overall mood and intes- t- intensity of the anime cyber nexus discordant dreams serves as a compelling and subversive take on the cyberpunk genre infusing it with elements of gore fantasy and Nisio eason's unique storytelling style it challenges the audience's perception raises philosophical questions and highlights the strength of human connection in the face of oppression
0: sounds awesome
1: right that's what i said
2: yeah i think this would be a cool one to watch too
1: I'm thinking like uh land like um like visuals like cyberpunk but um characters like uh um uh what are they called? Who is that? Who is my who is in my brain? Um, Rebecca? Girls last to, gr- girls last tour. Oh, oh.
3: sure,
0: sure, sure, sure.
1: And like landscapes that are like that. Yeah. Hmm. And if I could get anyone to animate this, like, Niso Yusin literally only uses Studio Shaft. But I think they could do it. Mm. <laughs> I think they could do it. Mm. I think they could. Yeah. Or I would probably do maybe Ufotable. Because I think Demon Slayer looks really fucking good.
0: Mm. I think Trigger could work for this as well. To have that cyberpunk edge edgerunner sense of, like, Action and and dynamic, mm. but also trigger got good moe style from Little Witch Academia and Space Patrol. Actually, Lulukow. that's true.
1: That's true. Mm. Lots of possibilities with this one.
3: What was the title called?
1: Cyber Nexus Discordant Dreams.
3: <laughs> huh.
1: That's what I'm saying. Galaxy. Cyber Nexus Volume One. <laughs>
3: of my cyberpunk. Ooh. Yeah. So
0: why why don't anime writers use chat GPT (laughs) to come up with interesting shows?
1: Maybe they do. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they do. Conspiracy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because these sound so much more exciting to me than, like, a lot of current anime. I guess I say that as if I have a great understanding of current anime and and what kinds of stories are being told which is probably not true
2: but. this season is pretty good um
0: <laughs> yeah dan it's <Nice>. great yeah.
2: <laughs> i mean you got the you got season two of Vinland saga
0: i know i'm i'm way i, I fell <laughs> off at like episode eight or something like that so i'm i'm way behind the times Oh, it's so
3: good. Every episode is just immaculate. Are you
0: saying that because it's true, or saying that because I stopped
3: watching it? No, because it's true. Yeah, hell yeah. It's so strong. I it. Yeah, I bet. For a show that for for a show that has like I mean stuff happens in the episodes, but for a show that it doesn't have a lot of action, it's very emotionally uh, compelling. Yeah,
0: because you you didn't read the manga
3: for this stuff, did you? Not for this art, no. Yeah,
0: where are they? Where are they at in the story right now?
3: Um, so I'm I'm probably two or three episodes, maybe two episodes behind. But mm. what I last remember was, um, what's his gut? What, um, the husband who was a runaway slave finally gets to his wife.
1: Oh shit! Sure,
3: sure and uh, spoiler Uh, (laughs) he does not make it yeah
0: (laughs) emotional stuff yeah but they haven't uh, they haven't started the battle at the farm no no okay they've kind of alluded to that it's coming yeah yeah oh shit the best is yet to come
1: I'm at like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like right at that battle, but I wanted to wait for all the rest of the episodes to come out before I finish it.
0: In Vinland Saga. Yeah. You've been keeping you can up with it too.
3: Row.
1: Yes, bitch, it's good.
3: The hell yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also enjoying Dr. Stone. Yeah. I know you were a little iffy on that one. I'm really iffy. Because it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous because they're like, now we have fucking boats. We have a battleship. Yeah. We just created a... I don't know. It, yeah, okay. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> we went from wheel to battleship real quick. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah Technology is so racing are. ahead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just like our iPhones and their AI. Yeah. Comp-
1: I swear the next episode I watch is going to be like, and now we have smartphones and they have AI. So now we can just <laughs> uh, have them battle whatever drones we've made. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> do you get all this stuff? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's, it's like the video game civilization it only takes a couple hours to go from the stone age
3: to sending people to the moon and then you've won so hmm? that's how it basically is it's basically just a video game people are leveling up left and right
0: yeah i gotta get into dr stone it's on my radar i'll, I'll watch it eventually i've heard I them hope... oh go ahead no you go ahead
1: I was just going to say, I hope the anime that ChatGPT made for me comes out in fall. Because that's usually when all the bangers come out. <laughs> yeah. Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how do we how do we get in contact with Studio Trigger to pitch our amazing ideas for them? Like, hey, you remember Tension Topic and Chat ChatGPT told me we should make the same show again, but better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask. Not GPT including right Kill la Kill. Yeah. But yeah,
1: ask him. Ask them how we get into contact.
3: How do we contact Studio Trigger? Yeah.
1: about the anime that you made for them? <laughs> if I give you a phone number, it's yeah. fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, oh that's in- God,
3: it, just tell, it just tells me to go to their website. <laughs> oh,
1: stupid. I asked ChatGBT to make My Hero Academia sound good to watch. <laughs> Oh man, did it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like really um, like uh, just like scratches the surface. It's not like actually like it has watched. Mm. <laughs> it has watched it. It's like the animation studio Bones brings incredible battles to life. Oh, my God. okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Heard. <laughs>
3: yeah. <sighs> wow. Okay. There's. I asked it, "How do you watch anime?" and it gave me a long list.
1: Wait, what? Of how it watches anime, or how yeah, the royal I don't know. I just, one should watch anime?
3: I just said, how do you watch anime? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did it? What did it spit I out? Just,
3: uh, gave me a whole slew of things: streaming services, uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation, Netflix, Hulu, uh, free streaming websites, DVD, Blu-rays, cable or satellite. It's kind of very generic. Legal online, legal online mm. platforms. Uh, not bootleg tapes like Steve found mm. oh, at <laughs> a yard sale.
1: Oh, my God. And then he pulled out another one that he had that was of a completely different series and it had the same label on it. He's like, yeah, look, this one was from Mandora's Cube. See? <clears throat> <clears throat> And he made me read what they were, and it's, like, completely spelled wrong mm. so that it doesn't frin- infringe on any copyright.
3: <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yeah, there used to be walls of, of those VHS tapes in their store. You could just grab, you know, four or five episodes. They were definitely a little overpriced, though.
1: Oh, yeah. He said they were, like, mm. four to 3 to $5 dollars of VHS. Mm.
3: Was it really that cheap? Wow. Well. Some mm. of them, he said.
1: Some of them were more expensive. I would assume, like the movies or whatever, if they if they boot like mm. the movies.
3: Well, with the inflation and being a teenager, preteen, you know, five bucks is a lot. Yeah, five mm. bucks I is lunch know. back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I had two dollars <laughs> with school lunch.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Hmm.
2: God, now I, I now lunch is like. $12 plus
0: tip. <laughs> I know, it's brutal. I was trying to, I was wandering around a um, bougie part of town waiting for an electric chair to go on yesterday because I, I didn't want to sit through the other two garbage bands that were playing. And I was like, well, I'll just pop in somewhere, get something to eat. I could eat. I'm looking on the menus of these different things on Google Maps. I'm like, Every single thing is like a... Ten to fifteen dollar appetizer, and then a fifteen to twenty dollar entree. And it's like, damn, man, shit's adding up.
4: It's expensive
0: <laughs> to eat out. You know, I don't need to eat that bad. I had a big ass salad earlier. I'll be all right. Got ice cream when I get home.
1: There
4: you I go. I don't need to eat out. <laughs>
3: yep.
1: Um. So I also asked ChatGBT to come up with many discussion topics for the podcast because I thought the ones that it came up with was a little too elaborate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I wanted like one, one topic, one like condensed topic and not like full on fucking discussion, like yeah. three hour discussion topics. Yeah. Um, so it gave <clears throat> me three, and mm-hmm. it also told me to remember to engage with your co-hosts and invite listeners to share their thoughts and experiences on each topic.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So, guys, we need to remember to engage with each other and with our listeners. Yeah,
0: nope. <laughs> I just ignore everything you guys say.
1: <laughs> okay, the first topic. Anime versus manga. Which tells the story better?
0: Uh, this is a anime topic. Yeah, it an- is. anime because I can't read. <laughs>
1: Hmm. anime because it looks better yeah. <laughs> uh... it's such a preference though it's not even like a discussion it's like what do you prefer doing do you prefer reading or do you prefer watching anime each of them have They're... different yeah. aspects that are good and bad about each thing
0: yeah exactly yeah <laughs> I don't, well, and then, I don't and think then one is better than the other.
1: No. And then you've got to loop in the, the light novels, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And manwas, because, like, mm-hmm. or what are they? Are that what are they? Yeah. Yeah, web, webtoons, because that's an even completely different way to d- read, mm-hmm. read them, experience them. Okay, the second uh, topic was the impact of fan made content in the otaku community.
0: you know when you say it like that i I don't think that's such a minor topic like that could be a full-on you know like two-hour podcast episode is just talking about how fan fiction has and fan response has driven the industry in one way or another
1: oh my gosh Uh, skyrockets specific series
0: yeah and in, in other ways it seems to have no impact um whatsoever and so far as uh all the popularity and fan acclaim and, and fandom couldn't make studio wit animate season four of attack on Titan.
1: (laughs) 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 So little to no impact. (laughs) Yeah. I really feel like
0: it's little to no
2: impact. Oh wait. On the otaku community. Sorry. This is not the anime industry. The impact of fan made content content on the otaku community, not on the anime industry.
0: Well, no, it's so an example of how it has greatly impacted the industry is how Data Bay Data Bayo Data Boyo Data uh, Bayo
2: Dada- That boy
0: That boys
2: boy How that become
0: dem boy how <laughs> dem boys that made all them bootleg animes on the internet became Crunchyroll.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if you think about Dojin chi mm-hmm. in that regard. I mean, you have the entire cat Kamiket, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, twice you know, a year. Industry.
1: <laughs> twice a year, millions of people gather. Yeah.
3: Like yeah. Ocean.
1: yeah. I want to um, also, but on the otaku community side, um, entire rooms at conventions based on fan art. Yeah. <laughs> for people, yeah. For people, you know, like that's crazy. And those are really hard to get into. I've definitely <laughs> seen. Apparently. You know,
2: commissions for fan art especially spicy fan art Ooh, i've seen patreons like that is for spicy fan art Only dang five dollars mm. a month five dollars
0: for five dollars mm. what for five dollars a month they show you a sexy picture that they've yes drawn?
2: exactly <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this might yeah. only—is uh, this interesting what's depleting?
0: Yeah, is this what's depleting your finances that you signed <laughs> Listen, up for a lot of these?
3: Christella, is this why you're talking to a cardboard
1: box for yeah. your mic? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you get evicted because you spent all your money on you're this. Like, no,
1: I need to subscribe to this Patreon for the spicy cartoons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just use Reddit, damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay the third topic mini topic it came up with exploring different anime genres from shonen to isekai oh god
0: oh that's that's the topic
1: <laughs> yeah that's the topic it's like a i mean
0: there's the a book. lot of different genres of anime shows that's a broad that's too broad to be a mini
1: topic. i know that's what i thought too but then i was like then I was like, maybe I could, Dan, list them all. List all the genres right now.
0: <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> yeah, I'll think of the meme where uh, the uh, the the Groot, not Groot, the guy that has the minions, he's got the gun at you, and he's like, you like anime? Name every genre. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's start with... Action. It, Adventure. <laughs>
4: It, drama uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> uh-huh.
3: <laughs> mm, what is a uh, galaxy express three nine what is that
0: now that's a very interesting question drama? I, was... I would say so yeah I mean subgenres though yeah <sighs> You know, I, I hate the I, I you, know, you I hate the big I hate the big <laughs> umbrella genre really, drama. Like, when
1: yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that
0: are dramatic in life. It's it's not that doesn't pretty like,
1: much everything in life yeah, is deletion- dramatic very
3: much. Yeah, train. Drama, train intergalactic train, train. Sci-fi drama. Drama. No, yeah. Well, I would, sci-fi. I would say it is. Well, yeah, you know,
0: because drama. it's, it's not, it's not a like. I don't think genre necessarily needs to be a a one word or a concise thing, but Galaxy Express Nine 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 is, you know, the same. It is the genre of show where characters go on, uh, relatively episodic adventures. Over a long distance where they have these little vignettes that just make you think and make you go, huh? Or make you feel something.
2: Oh, it's isn't that Slice j- of Life?
0: Well, it's, it, it is. It's a, yeah. It's, a, it's spin. a Slice of it's a Life spin on dramedy. It's a spin on Slice of Life. Because when we think of Slice of Life, we think of uh, shows where nothing really happens and, but I, I, w- I would say that these are Slice of Life, in, and when I say these, I'm thinking Galaxy Express 999, Girls Last Tour, Mushishi, Kino's Journey, mm-hmm. um, these kinds of shows. And I think they're a spin on Slice of Life yeah. because they are like a, yeah,
2: kind of like There is yeah, a, an like underlying the, through line that connects all the episodes.
0: Well, the the underlying through line is just that these are these are the days of our main protagonist's life, right? Like it's just the average day in their life because they are a wandering individ, individual. So their wandering puts them in different scenarios as time goes on. Um, so I, I and a lot of these shows have a because there's not a large scale plot they have a certain kind of ambiance and a certain kind of tempo to them. That's very slice of life. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's like a, a, variation of slice of life as we normally think of it. Cause when we think of slice of life um, I'm trying to think of what a good one would be uh, like Kamichu, you know, a random one to bring up. but
1: That is really random. Um.
0: <laughs> Just flex
1: your <laughs> anime muscle. It. Never seen yeah. Just flex the anime muscle right there. Or
0: what about uh, Aria? Aria, the uh, show oh, with the yeah. women that are gondoliers. Gondolas. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, these and are- I called them,
1: I called them gondolas. <laughs> I call them the boat. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: The show is about women gondoliers. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and, and it's funny. very slice of life. I guess maybe it's arguably kind of Moe too, um, but it's very slice of life. It's just like little little vibe and nothing really happens. There's not any mm. drama. There's not really character development per se. It just uh, It's people going through the motions of their life in a relaxing way.
1: I would like to change the, the one thing about my anime that GPT made and change it from episodic to non-episodic. Mm.
4: Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I don't like episodic stuff. Hmm. Mm. Not a fan. Not a fan. Hot take. Hot take. Oh, I should have said. I should have asked for hot takes. Because isn't a lot? It,
2: <laughs> is isn't a lot of mowing episodic?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Why I like the genre subversion. <laughs> 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 yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: hmm. Well, I guess. Uh,
0: oh, could could we say that Golgo Thirteen is a slice of life?
2: Oh yeah.
0: Slice of life.
2: It's the same thing over and over again.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just this little individual snapshots of dude's life.
2: <laughs> he's just killing people and murdering and people. Yeah. fucking women. That's he's it. not
3: like he's yeah. It's not like he's like going to the grocery store, like you know, taking care of his taxes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. That's,
3: laughs> that think, would be a show. You think that's
4: that's
2: a 13, mundane of life, I think
0: yeah yeah. a you think golgo 13 pays his taxes and b you know your slice of life might be going to the grocery store and paying your taxes but that ain't mr golgo 13's life
3: (laughs) he's living a different kind of life yeah it's like um what's the spinoff show of uh kaiji um
1: business man tonagawa or something oh business yeah business. middle
3: manager tonagawa yeah yeah <laughs> so that's a slice of life version yeah kind of yeah yeah what
2: about I'll also I'll...
3: not Resto, slice of yeah. life Oh
2: okay that that is a it? Plot? more
0: drama yeah too okay. it's too too plot oriented and too um character developing oriented there's too God. much happening Because Golgo 13 is the same Golgo 13 from episode 1 to episode 100. I I
2: watched like two episodes or three episodes. I was like, oh, I don't need to watch the rest of this.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. You didn't even see the episode where his baby mama presents him with the baby and Uh -uh. Golgo literally turns around and runs away.
4: Oh! (laughs) I texted
0: you. I texted you when I watched that episode and told you how funny it was. Yeah, mm. this was years ago.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, mm, I don't know what I said.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't remember how much of Gogo Thirteen I watched.
0: Well, I, I will know. Gogo Thirteen is is Pat McGregor approved. This is an anime show that he watched with me for many of oh. you know several episodes. Really said he really liked it and wanted to watch more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was there a train in it?
0: No, <laughs> I'm not clear what his angle was, but he did. He liked it. He was engaged. Mm.
3: I asked ChatGPT GPT to make anime hot takes. And what do we got? They're all fairly generic. Uh, <laughs> Naruto is overrated anime. Mm, it's an is overrated it. anime that relies too heavily on filler episodes repetitive storylines and excessive flashbacks <laughs> while it has its moments the series could have been significantly shorter and more impactful if it had been streamlined
2: but that would well, mean that you'd have to have the manga being <laughs> already created and then it doesn't know anything about the adaptation type. <laughs> I think arguably, <laughs> arguably, Naruto is actually better with the filler episodes because what? they waited. Because the me hear me out. <laughs> hot, take. Hot, take, hot take. This is <laughs> the hot take. <laughs> I think Naruto is better with the flashbacks, or sorry, with the filler episodes than, uh, than stretching out one episode to be or one one episode content to be like five episodes the way that One Piece is done in this I recent park. Like mm. shit mm. moves so slow in Wano, it's, it's 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 like impossible to follow because it's so slow.
4: Because
2: mm. I can't remember what mm. happened in the previous scene because yeah. the previous scene was like ten or twenty episodes ago.
3: I agree. uh, And uh, number four is One Piece is an epic and engaging anime, but its pacing can be excruciatingly slow at times. The extensive number of episodes and the frequent use of drawn-out battles can make it a daunting task to catch up with the series. It's true. (laughs)
2: coming for Dan. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, because Naruto has filler episodes, that means that the episodes that actually have content...
0: (laughs) <laughs> or a little better
2: or a little bit okay. better now you know on the flashbacks I agree way too many fucking flashbacks there's so many flashbacks you get that flashbacks
0: I in your flashbacks in there's the flashbacks in yeah,
2: the flashbacks and the, that sadness and sorrow song just plays in the background <laughs> all the time
0: <laughs> speaking of Naruto I had a, an anime in the wild moment I was uh, talking with, with my acquaintance Ryan from Hallux at the gig yesterday and we were talking about anime theme songs and the importance of them. And I made the point that Naruto fared much better than its peers because it's got the best opening and closing songs uh, throughout all all the, the big three and, and the various other big shonen shows.
1: Absolutely. I will agree. And he said,
0: I, he said, I agree. I remember that song, Bluebird, was a bop.
1: Hell yeah. Yes, in your face, Bluebird's the most popular Naruto song. Uh, well, fuck you, we're putting that on the fucking character thing, whatever music thing, whatever the fuck we did. Yep. Yes.
0: yep. I, I, uh, I, I That is exactly what I said to Ryan in that moment. I yes. was like, funny you should say that, because my podcast mate Amelia, really advocates for that song, and that it's hugely popular, and I didn't Ooh. acknowledge that, but now I do. I met somebody Mic in drop. the wild that, Yeah that really did that was when they heard naruto they said oh that song bluebird i thought yes okay i'm wrong that song is is huge yeah i was wrong
1: it is so big
0: apparently
2: There's there's a youtube uh video of all of the original naruto series anime openings it's like Thirty minutes long, maybe. Yeah,
0: I play it all the time. Me,
2: me too. When I, whenever oh, I'm sad, I just pop out "Baby." In. <laughs> I, I start, start singing to it. I don't know what I'm saying. Sometimes I'm, I'm just saying like sounds and not actually words. <laughs> but I remember all
0: of them. So I, okay. I have right, I have a prompt that I want to put in Chat GPT. You don't want to hear my
3: uh, I need theme song. Oh no! Okay. Put it. Say it.
1: <laughs> put it. Put it. You better put it.
3: In a world of shinobi where legends are born, a story of courage and bonds forever sworn. Naruto, the boy with a fiery will, determined to prove he's got the strength to fulfill. That's his first one. Uh, chorus. Believe it, believe it, in the power no. of dreams. Naruto, the hero who never gives up, it seems.
4: He'll
3: <laughs> conquer any strife. Through battles and challenges he'll embrace his ninja life.
2: Oh shit, I want yeah, to embrace yeah. ninja life. This oh, up there with God. that one
3: piece rap?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, spec. where was this
3: in the 90s? This
0: could have been game changing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, what do you want? Alright. Um, write a synopsis of Legend of the Galactic Heroes but the synopsis can only include Gen Z slang, such as quote slay, or quote riz.
1: <laughs> what is Riz? <laughs> oh a riz, so that's riz, a that's uh, a conversation. Yeah, right that's a talk. kind of complex question. <laughs> that's kind of complex.
3: Okay, <laughs> who is the slang? Quote Slay
2: or,
0: or quote riz. riz. R-I-Z-Z.
1: Yeah. It's short for charisma. That's the short one. Oh, That's I guess
0: you should part. say write write the write a synopsis for the anime show Legend of the Galactic Heroes. If, yeah.
1: the, how if you guys listening and you guys use ChatGBT, it comes up with shit in like 0. 0.5 seconds. It is it's, wild.
3: Yeah, it's really quick.
1: It's so quick. It took me by surprise. I was like, clearly, it has to think about it for a second. <laughs> no, oh, <it> no. Does. <laughs> wrong.
3: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Ugh.
2: I can't wait.
3: Legend of the Galactic Heroes, slaying the Cosmo Riz. <laughs> <Cool. laughs>
2: They, they They took your your request very literally.
3: <laughs> they did. In the distant cosmos, a wild rivalry rages between the Galactic Empire and the Free Planets Alliance. Enter Yang Wen Li, a genius strategist and a mad intellectual intellect, and a heart full of justice. He's all about slaying those battles with his tactical moves and out of his world skills. On the flip side, there's Reinhard von Lohengram, Graham, whatever his name is, a flying high shot in the Empire, to determine the rise to the top, and take control like a true cosmic king. As these two legends go head-to-head, the battlefield becomes lit AF with an epic clash of ideologies and strategies. Yang, with his laid-back demeanor and crew of loyal homies, works to defend the values of democracy and freedom. Reinhard, with his slick tactics and crew of loyal soldiers, is all about seizing power and risen the galaxy to his will. (laughs) (laughs) The action is off the charts as spaceships engage in killer battles, leaving behind a trail of cosmic dust. But this show ain't just about the fighting. It goes deep, exploring the complex nature of power, politics, and human spirit. From epic space battles to high-stakes political maneuvers, The Series takes you up on a wild journey through the vastness of the galaxy. With the fate of the cosmos hanging in the balance, it's up to these two titans to show that to show what they're made of and determine who's going to slay the game. As alliances shift and betrayals go down, both Yang and Reinhardt face challenges that push them to their limits. So buckle up, fam, and get ready for a cosmic roller coaster that's going to leave you shook. Legend of the Galactic (laughs) Heroes Slaying the Cosmo Riz is here to deliver epic battles mind-blowing strategies and a dash of interstellar drama. It's time to grab your popcorn kick back and witness these legends in action as they chase their dreams across the stars.
1: (laughs) I can't. I can't, I'm dead I'm, I'm deceased
3: I know, Amelia, you,
0: you can't see this if you're listening but Amelia was practically convulsing in her chair
4: as Jeff read
0: that
2: this is this is this, this makes me kind of want to watch listen I know, it makes me want to watch it mm. it's so boring though the show is so boring <laughs>
0: No, you don't like Yang Wenli and his crew of loyal homies?
3: <laughs> uh,
4: that's pretty good.
3: <laughs> I need to add, like, sound effects to that somehow.
2: Oh, my God. I'm going to have to cut out all the laughing I did while you were there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if Amelia was, like, peeking the mic, so it just cut out.
1: Probably, probably. Because
3: I could hear you laughing downstairs, but. <laughs> I couldn't hear it in the audio.
1: I'm literally crying.
2: That's the, that's the best one. Holy shit.
0: What about this? Uh, as,
2: I can't take right, anymore. Let me, let me, think, about, let me think about
0: this for a second. Uh, I'm, I got to write this down to gather
3: my, my thought. Oh, hold on.
2: Oh, pro level.
3: Yeah, just just paste it in the chat. <sighs> <laughs> in the uh, zoom chat
2: meanwhile the, the question that I asked chat QBT is what is a cool casual outfit for women that that does not involve jeans and a
4: t-shirt
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> so you a, new, a new work wardrobe or something <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man! <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> yeah, what <did> it say? <laughs> I mean, it gave me shit like, like uh, a high waisted pencil skirt with, uh, like leggings, and then like a turtleneck top. And like a a fur vest or some shit. Uh, what does it think you're outwoods? Does it think you're woods? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I put a prompt in the chat. Summarize the anime, the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, using Shakespearean English as seen in Othello and Romeo and Juliet.
1: Oh my god! <sighs> oh, deep nuts!
0: Omg.
3: <clears throat> Are you ready for this? Yeah, we'll see if it's any good. In fair Japan, where the sun doth rise, there dwells a maiden, Haruhi by name, whose melancholy doth darken the skies, she longs for truth and wonders whence it came. Her merry band, the SOS Brigade, doth gather souls with power so divine, a boy named Kion, their shepherd and aid doth walk behind Haruhi <laughs> line by line.
4: <laughs> this
3: tale, <laughs> like Romeo's, unfolds with zest, for Haruhi seeks love in a myriad of ways. She dreams of aliens with hearts abreast, and ESPers seeking mysteries with that or mysteries that blaze. Uh, but where the tale doth turn, tis Kion's plight, his, long- his longing for the normalcy of old. Yet destiny entwines their fates so tight, as Hari's powers becometh bold. Sorry, I'm butchering this. I need to change my mind. My my mindset here. An ancient god, unknowing of her might, she shappeth worlds? What? (laughs) (laughs) She shappeth worlds, creating and destroying. Unwittingly, her dreams do take their plight. Infinite, her desires, ever toying. To set the stage of true love's sweet embrace, the S.O.S espigrade doth strive and conspire. With Mikuru's charm and Yuki's quiet grace, they hope to quench Haruhi's burning fire. But yon love triangles and mysteries deep, doth test their hearts, entangled in the fray. Betwixt the past and future secrets keep, as gods and men their destinies display. Thus, like Othello, tragedy may arise, and tears may follow upon this wondrous stage. But in the end, love conquers as time flies. Harihi's heart shall find its rightful page. So gather around, ye lovers of Bard, and witness this enchanted tale unfold. The melancholy of Harihi Susania hard doth blend the worlds of wonder of old. End of old. You like the uh british accent I yeah yes. yes yeah that was really i was perfect. trying to get into character
2: mm-hmm. yeah it was effective this also makes me want to watch this anime again <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we should just do this for every episode like we'll synopsize the anime with <laughs> in Shakespeare. <laughs> shakespearean english <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine Galaxy Express Three Nine in this uh, fashion? Yeah, thankfully,
0: we don't need to imagine. It takes about <laughs> it takes about five <laughs> seconds to pull through.
3: <laughs> I'm not saying you need to, but uh,
4: yeah,
3: <laughs> we're pushing the uh, there our two hour mark. <laughs> <We should. laughs> I know we could do this shit Man. all day. If you have any uh, chat GPTs mm-hmm. that you would like us to do or read,
1: please send them, them to us.
3: Yeah. yeah, submit them to us. Um. Either you reading them or we can read them for you. Yeah. Well, and we also need, I guess we're going to put
0: up a Spotify poll. Is that the idea?
1: We um we can put up a Spotify poll, and we can put up a poll in our Discord. And if you are listening and don't want to participate in either Spotify or Discord, you can send us an email, theohcpodcast at gmail.com, and we will count your vote that way. Um, and, and remind us yeah, of what we're voting on. The first three topics that I read... Mm-hmm. Um for us to elaborate into a full episode.
0: Number one is...
1: The rise oh, of well, Isekai and one. its <clears throat> impact on anime industry. Oh,
2: wait,
0: number yes. two is...
1: Representa- uh... Breaking barriers, diversity, and representation in anime.
0: And number three is...
1: Anime in the streaming era, changing landscape and new opportunities. Okay. So vote on which one of those three you want us to turn into a real episode, and we will do as such.
0: And I'm going to try to filter all my answers through ChatGPT in modern Gen Z slang.
1: <laughs> I fucking
2: love such that. as Lisa, no. Riz
0: and, <laughs> and Slay.
2: Such as Riz and Slay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw somebody do that on the internet and I just thought it was so funny I've been waiting it's, waiting to find a good way to weave that in here
2: I really oh don't God, know so if good. homies is a Gen Z slang though <laughs> I might have missed the mark on that
0: yeah well, it'd yeah. it be more
2: like crew what is a Gen hmm. Z slang for a gathering of people <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, crew, I, I say crew a lot. I say crew way more than I say homies. I'm not Gen mm-hmm. Z, though. Yeah. When I think of Gen Z slang, I think of what Hannah's friends say, and I think of what my coworker Christina says, mm. and they have definitely said homies before.
2: Oh, okay, okay, all uh, right. Uh-huh.
1: Back
2: check
0: I, and I don't hear them say crew actually I'm the one that says crew oh
1: okay homies I think would be gender neutral so all the people
0: uh-huh yeah homies is a gender yes, neutral do. one crew's gender gender neutral yeah. I call um, I'll call people boss all the time that's I think that's a good gender neutral you know pronoun for addressing a total stranger
3: <laughs> mm. did did they say it slaps do they? Do we have yes. that? Oh, they yeah. say yes, that They the... all say okay. things slap. All of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everything slaps. Yeah, I haven't adopted that yet, but I, I say I say truth all the time is an acknowledgement that. I've heard somebody speak and Eric has really (laughs) focused in on why the fuck are you always saying that? Stop being such a, you know, Gen Z person.
1: (laughs) No, embrace the youth.
3: Yeah. I I feel, I feel like that too. I'm hip. Haven't you seen my hair? I'm hip. I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) I said something was off the chains a few days ago and I was like, damn, show my age. (laughs) Yeah. We can't be using that anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks for hanging out with us <laughs> in ChatGPT this episode.
3: Yes. Thank you, Jeffrey Collins, or whatever your name was.
1: <laughs> to get past present and future episodes, head on over to our website, otakuhostclub.com, where you'll find links to our social media like Instagram and Twitter, as well as our Discord server, where you can chat with us in between episodes. Shouts out to our community member, Knucklehead, for being a platinum mad room supporter uh biggest reason we love doing this podcast is our community and if you'd like to support us head also head on over to our patreon patreon.com slash otaku host club one dollar gets you into our pre-show banter and any bonus episodes as well as early access all of the links for everything will be in the show notes wherever you're listening to this on and the our email will also be in the show notes so you can email us your votes for the chat GBT episode
0: <laughs> and look out within the next 50 episodes we'll do a yeah you know, we'll try to do a whole episode where all four of us are just chat GBT, you <laughs> <Yes>. know <laughs> versions of us let's help we'll chat GBT, create an episode of otaku host club podcast you
1: know. i'm putting that down yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks so much for listening we'll see you
3: Goodbye. Bye. See you in the next episode. Peace.